Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, it's Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. I am here with a very awesome, such a knowledgeable guest, Vicki M. Lambert, the payroll advisor. Hey, Vicki. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks. JC and I are, uh, you know, hanging on to every word that you're saying. Your stories, your information is just so helpful. Uh, you mentioned in, in uh, the last episode about the fact that, you know, it's ill- it's illegal to do anything, uh, harm an employee because of a garnishment. And that's actually covered under Title Three of the Consumer Credit Protection Act, right? Correct. So that basically says to our listener that you can't do anything to your employees because they've had any kind of garnishment. And so it's not just us HR saying it, it's not just payroll saying it, it is a federal law. So pay attention, educate your your staff, educate your managers as well so that they keep their mouth, you know, hush if they happen to find out about something and then making sure that you educate your employees and as uh, on on the side. You know, and yes, Vicky, you know, you you did mention that it it is um it's a weird society right now and HR/payroll whoever's doing payroll literally could be in danger because of garnishment. So we really, really have to take this seriously to our our listeners today, HR. Even if you're not doing payroll, make sure you're taking this seriously on behalf of your payroll people so that you're protecting them, you're educating every single person. Because Vicky, like you said earlier in one of the previous episodes, the employee doesn't get served, so they may not even know. That's possible. It's possible to get a child support. It was out of state. It's it's possible to get a creditor garnishment. You didn't even know that was happening. Yeah, so it's possible to get all of these types of garnishments. What are your What are your best practices and advice to our listeners for if once a um, a garnishment comes in? What's your best practice for notifying the employee that hey, we got something and this is going to be out of this check coming up? Well, when you receive a garnishment, 99% of the time, there's going to be an answer back that you send back to whoever sent the garnishment and then a piece of paper to give the employee. So normally the garnishment will prepare the employee. You have to hand it to them. There's like with the federal tax levy, you have three days to do it. Okay. And then the employee's got to give parts back to you within three days. So basically is that they find out about it at that point. But my recommendation is always to write up a separate letter. I use a template and say, we received this type of garnishment and and this is what we're going to do. And it's going to come out of this payroll and this is how it's going to be calculated. And so that way they know exactly what's going on. Okay. With that garnishment, because it does greatly affect them. I've had people that got a tax levy that ended up sleeping in their office. Mm -hmm. Because people think garnishments like tax levies and credit garnishments only come to the little guy in the warehouse. No, they come to the big guys. I've had VPs get federal tax levies and not be able to keep their houses because they owe so much in back taxes. Wow. Wow. So it affects everybody. But the thing about the Consumer Credit Protection Act 
is it's there to protect the employee because they may have made a one-time mistake, okay? Didn't pay one bill. You shouldn't have to lose your job for not paying a single bill. So they call it one indebtedness. But in all honesty, I don't think you can find a lawyer anywhere that knows what that means anymore. So we just say you just can't use the garnishment against them. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, to our listeners, I I hope I really, really hope since you are our faithful listeners that you are not ever putting anyone in this situation. But I remember and I know it's still happening um, with uneducated business owners that they're asking about garnishments and interviews. And I'm like, no, completely illegal. What are you going to do with that? You can't make a decision to not hire them. It's against the law. So you should not be asking. It's illegal to ask. Well, one of the problems where it comes up a lot, and it, and this is a big issue, is security in this day and age, especially because many times a person that has a garnishment, especially like a federal tax levy, okay, because we don't count child support garnishments against anybody. We Everybody just does them now. But if you get uh, like a federal tax levy and you happen to have a high uh, security clearance with the federal government, They can't keep that security clearance because you could be compromised. The problem is I can't tell security whether they have that or not because that would punish the employee. So now I'm stuck between the employee's going to sue me if I say anything and chief of security is going to fire me if I don't. Right. You know, the Raptors. The Raptors. So I had this one time at a government installation, and I made the suggestion that perhaps we should loan for, I don't know why we would loan this money to this employee, but if we loaned him $50,000, I don't think he would, it would be a problem. And so basically, I was able to let them, you know, kind of like what he needed without saying he's got a garnishment. And they ended up loaning him that. He paid the tax levy off and he kept his security. And I wow. kept my job. Yeah. <laughs> that was the important thing. I kept my job. That's a, that's a great employer right there, too. I mean, yeah. uh, good employees are hard to find, never mind with some type of security. So if you're, you know, if, if you're a savvy employer, you would do things like that. Obviously, there'd be some kind of legal agreement behind the scenes about the loan, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Blah. HR has to get involved in that. <laughs> yeah. And probably probably a lawyer, too, with a legal contract, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it really it really does put you in between a, a rock and a hard place where you're like, there's two sets of laws and they're going against each other. I don't know what to do here. Yeah. And, I'm, and payroll, because we are the innocent third party and the disinterested third party, we're the ones that end up kind of getting behind the eight ball because one somebody's going to get us. There's going to be a raptor somewhere that I didn't see. And that's always the problem is that we have to make sure because there's a state law in there, too. You know, we have to worry about state laws. We have to worry about federal laws. And what's funny about the states is that like for a tax levy on the federal We've got a form. It explains how to do it. The IRS is right there. You can call them. If you get one from one of the 41 states that have tax, you can't even find out what it is until you get one. So if I wanted to write to, let's say I had a a client that said, could you tell me what the form is called for tax levies on the state level for taxes, what they're all called so I know if I get one? Most of the states wouldn't tell me. It's like wow. you need a secret handshake. 
They say, what do you want to know for? Because my client wants to make a procedure. Well, if yeah. they get one, they can call us. Oh, you my know. goodness. I Why don't... do you have to make things so difficult, right? I don't know. We got enough on our plate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that was the funniest thing. If you get one, you can call us. If not, don't worry about it. <laughs> so I don't know how enough. I write a procedure, but that's what I told HR. And that's the procedure we wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. JC, you have any final words before we wrap up and let listeners know how they could reach Vicki M. Lambert? Uh, I do have one final question for you right here. Um, uh, after doing a little bit of research, Vicki, is it true that too many missed or incorrectly calculated payments could result in penalties as large as the employee's debts on the employer? Yes. If you don't do it correctly, you have to pay it. It's there. If you if you make a mistake, they're gonna they're gonna go to you on it. So if I don't withhold it, then I have to pay it. And that I don't mean I personally. Maybe it depends on who signed, but the company would. Yeah. Okay. So if you make an administrative error, you're gonna end up making it up. So now, you have to be very you, careful. Yeah. Let me ask you on that same uh, JC. Excellent question. Uh, on that same path there. So. Let's just say you only had a couple paychecks um, so far, you know, maybe three, and you, the employer, realize that, oh, we are not taking enough out. Can you go back and um, let the employee know and make the adjustment in the fourth paycheck, or do you, it's all your responsibility? Well, no, you can't go back and, and adjust because, it, well, technically you might be able to, but remember, you've got the CCPA limits, right. and you're already, you should already be taking those limits. Yep. So if you've got any money left, it's possible. But the best thing to do is to have the employees send them the money. Gotcha. Okay. If they're willing to, which most of the time they're not. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me just write another check. No yeah, problem. Yeah. They would have paid for it in the first place. Yeah. But, but the one thing I want to mention before we end is the one garnishment that you never have to pay attention to except in Illinois. And that is a voluntary wage assignment for a payday loan. Oh, they are not garnishments. They are not. They do not go through a court. They are not court ordered. So the best of this is I don't have to pay your cable bill and I don't have to pay your payday loan. So those are not garnishments. I just wanted to make sure that we covered those because that's an outlier that a lot of people don't realize. Except in Illinois. Except in Illinois. In Illinois, the employee ha has the right to stop it, but they have to stop it. In all the other states, the employer doesn't even have to start it or do anything with it. Excellent. That's so important to know. HR folks that are listening today, if you're dabbling in payroll, you might want to connect with Vicki M. Lambert, the payroll advisor, to get some advice and training um, and or to hire a payroll person to do it for you. Vicki, what is the best way for people to find you and to contact you? Well, my website's the best way, thepayrolladvisor.com. Okay, I've got my consulting fee situa situation done there where it can be paid right on the site. Um, I list my vendors, including uh, a lot of vendors that, that you might be uh, doing stuff for. Um, we are, they're all listed there of the ones that are approved by me. But I do want to make a warning is that, you know, a vendor can steal somebody's webinar and so you, if you sign up for a webinar from me, make sure it's one of my approved vendors because people do steal them. But that's the best place to find me is on thepayrolladvisor.com. 
Awesome. Thanks, everybody. JC, any final words? The Payroll Advisor was created to be your go-to source for payroll training at all levels, as well as for anyone who relies on complete, accurate, and timely information about all aspects of the payroll function. For more information, stop by thepayrolladvisor.com. Awesome. Thank you, Vicki. This has been very, very educational. I appreciate you so much. Take care, everybody. Let us know what else you'd like to hear in our future podcasts. Well, thank you for having me. I've had a great time. Take care. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.